This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and this episode we're going to be talking about the great plays of the decade, at least uh, one of them. Now, the decade of the 1970s had numerous great plays. Uh, not, it's not an exact science, you know. What might be a great play for some fans might not be so great for another fan, if, especially if it happens to their team. I won't try to list every single great play of the decade because there were so many of them and because I just didn't want to leave any out if I could help it. But I will try to look at some of them. Now, one of the very first great plays during the 1970s involved a place kicker. Uh, You know, a lot of people uh, look at place kickers and they don't really think too much about them as being football players, but you sure need a good one, especially if you need to win a game late in the game with a, a good solid kick. Now, this place kicker in 1970 was not just any place kicker, mind you. Uh, rather, it involved a handicapped place kicker. Uh, Tom Dempsey was kicking for the New Orleans Saints in 1970 when he had a chance to win a game with a field goal. No big deal, you say? Well, when you consider that he would be trying to connect on a kick that would set a new league record, it would definitely be considered to be a great play. Uh, the date was November the 8th, 1970, and Dempsey would try to make a 63-yard field goal against the Detroit Lions at Old Tulane Stadium in downtown New Orleans. Now, the Saints had only won one game up to that time in their season, while the Lions were 5-2 and two and in the midst of trying to make the playoffs. Uh, Dempsey, as I previously mentioned, had a couple of handicaps. Uh, one, he was born with a half of a right foot, his kicking foot. He wore a specially designed shoe all throughout his 11-year pro career, and his kicking foot could best be described as a stump. He also was born with a deformed right hand, which was missing a couple of fingers. Indeed, every sentimental fan of the sport would be pulling for Dempsey to make such a kick and set a new league record. The drama was increased by the fact that Dempsey's kick would occur with only seconds left in the game. It would be the last play of the game, and whether he made the kick or not, uh, Detroit had a 17-16 lead as New Orleans set up for the kick. Now, Dempsey managed to kick his way into the record book, and this is a quote from him. I knew that I could kick it 63 yards, he said after the game, but I wasn't sure that I could kick it straight. I got a good snap and a perfect hold. But all I was thinking about was kicking it as hard as I could. I couldn't follow it that far, but I did see the official's arm go up, and everybody started yelling, and I knew that it was good. It was quite a thrill. Now, strategy was involved in Dempsey's kick. Holder Joe Scarpati knelt down a yard deeper than usual, giving Dempsey an extra moment to kick the ball. Uh, because it would take a little bit longer for a defensive lineman to charge in there and try to block it with an extra yard. Scarpati also told the Saints offensive lineman to hold them, the Lions, just a little longer than usual. Now after the game, some of the Lions defensive players commented that they heard Dempsey's foot explode into the ball 
and that the sound of the impact was extremely loud. It was indeed a special moment for the history of the game. Today, the kicking shoe that Dempsey wore on that historic day is prominently displayed inside the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, despite their 19-17 loss to the Saints on that historic day, the Lions still managed to make the playoffs in the NFC with an impressive 10-4 record. New Orleans, on the other hand, would only win two games in 1970 and finish that season with a 2-11-1 record. Dempsey's 63-yard record kick on that day withstood the test of time, however. It stood as the longest field goal in NFL history for 28 years when it was tied by Jason Elam of the Denver Broncos in 1998, and it has since been eclipsed as well. Uh, it is important to note that Dempsey was a straight-on kicker, however, the kind of which are extinct in pro football today. You will only see soccer-style kickers performing their craft today, and that is due mainly because soccer-style kickers use more of their foot to make contact with the ball than a straight-on kicker would. A straight-on kicker like Dempsey would only hit the ball with his toes, whereas a soccer-style kicker would hit the ball with the entire side of his foot. This usually results in a kick that is launched higher and farther than if a kicker only hit the ball with his toes. Now, there was some complaint by some people across the league, most notably Dallas Cowboys general manager Tex Schramm, that Dempsey's special kicking shoe uh, should be disallowed. Uh, note that Schramm only made his complaint after Dempsey set the league record. Prior to his 63-yard kick, Dempsey never heard a word of complaint from Schramm or anyone else across the NFL. Despite whatever issues that anyone had with Dempsey's clubbed kicking foot, his 63-yard field goal stood, and it was the first truly great play in the NFL during the decade of the 1970s. Now, our trivia question is a little bit tougher. Uh, it's a two-part one, actually. Well, it has two answers. New Orleans had two head coaches in 1970, in the year that Tom Dempsey set his new record for the longest field goal in NFL history. Your job is to name one of those two head coaches. Thanks again for listening in to another podcast of Pro Football in the 1970s. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and look forward to chatting with you again soon. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.